The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. You remember the last time you checked your voicemail on your phone? Well, apparently you don't need to worry about voicemail anymore. You can just ignore it forever. And in fact, to some extent, you can largely ignore your phone because the way that we use our phones is changing completely. Calls are out, text messages are in. But it does leave a question about whether or not there are some times when a call is necessary. Writer and broadcaster Stephanie Preisner has some thoughts on this and she joins me now along with Mary McCarthy, columnist with the Irish Independent to discuss. So Stephanie, tell us the times when it is appropriate to ring you out of the blue. When you're doing an item on phone calls on a national <laughs> radio station and a text message just doesn't cut it. Um, when is it appropriate to call? It's, impro- it's appropriate to call if it is an, a literal emergency. And the, like the fact that I may not read your text message within an hour is is a, is a kind of a life or death situation. Um, or if yeah, I can't really think of any others. Like there's just no reason to ring someone when you can't, unless you can't text. Like you don't have fingers, or you don't, you know, like you have something that disables you from being able to uh, send a text message. I just can't think of any reason why a phone call is appropriate. Yeah, this was Sean Moncrief's theory as well, that the only point at which it's appropriate to directly phone somebody is when somebody else is dead. Yeah, and that's why, and I think that because a lot of people have adopted that mentality, now when I see someone ringing, I am like, oh God, who's dead? Unless it's someone that I know completely ignores social etiquette and just rings for a chat and then I don't answer. But it's so inappropriate. Like there was a time when people left their front doors open and you wandered into your neighbour's house and they put the kettle on and you had a chat. And if someone wandered in through your back door now, even if they were your friend, it would be like, what are you doing? We have social distancing. We have personal space. We don't intrude on each other in the way that we may have in communities in the past. And the phone is the same thing. To ring someone out of the blue is to intrude in their life in a way that is alarming, intrusive, uh, unnecessary, and always requires you to not answer the phone, send a text message and say, hey, what's up? I can't answer the phone right now. In the same way that you wouldn't go to a meeting with someone without knowing what the meeting was about. You need to give people a heads up before you just ring them out of the blue. Well, Mary McCarthy, as I said, is with us. She's columnist with the Irish Independent. Mary, there are a generation who won't know what it is like to have one phone in the house that suddenly rings and you pick it up in in joyful expectation of who it might be, but it comes as a complete surprise as to who's on the other end of it. Are we missing something now that we know we'll probably get a text message asking, can they call? You know, I really feel we are. Hi, Stephanie, and hi, Anton. So I feel mobile phones, they've made us very intolerant because when you think back now I don't know what age you are um, Anton or Stephanie you're probably a bit younger than me but I'm 47 and you know we'd be at the mercy of our Auntie Mary ringing us through any dinner anyone would ring but you'd chat to them you know you'd be open to that and I personally feel that we need to talk to people we need to pick up the phone the amount of times I have been on a WhatsApp group and my friend has been saying yeah yeah I'm grand everything's great and then you end up ringing them and they tell you, you know, their husband is cheating or things are going really bad. They're having a really bad time at work. I feel that you just don't get the full picture. And you're talking about how, about kids not knowing but Sorry, Mary, what can, it's I, like. can I just check there? It, it, I would have thought that's the very reason not to ring them because they will tell you that everything <laughs> is bad at work and their husband has left them. You see, OK, you know, it does. It, oh, I think you need like that's the bedrock of all our happiness, isn't it? Like connection with other people. I mean. 
you know, in our silos, we can't, we need to connect with other people. And you were saying there, Anton, that kids are growing up now not even knowing that a phone can ring without, you know, not, people not knowing, like, who is on the phone. That is my house because we have a landline. I don't think, I you don't even know my number. Nope. I have a landline. I think it's just that the virgin package we have makes it cheaper. I don't even know the number, Anton. I couldn't give it to you. I have it, at, I have it on my phone and I ring it when no one is answering their mobiles in the house. But, like, it never rings. It's me ringing it and my husband ringing it. Like, that's it. It never, it never rings. Nobody has the number. When I think back to how I grew up and the phone was the nucleus in the house. But even like my kids, they have a limited amount of screen time on their mobiles. And when that social media, when they get their hour and a half of social media is used up, they, they come begging for more time because they want to talk to their friends. And I'm like, but just ring them. You can still ring them on your phone. And they look at me like, what? You know, like that's, I, why would I do that when I can just snap them or like maybe even FaceTime them? But the thought of ringing them, I just, I, I think it's sad. I do. I think well, it's sad. Let me see if I can find a middle distance between you because whatever about Stephanie's complete allergy to the phone call and, and your uh, reminiscences about the wonder of it. Stephanie, what about voicemails? Because that's kind of the halfway house. And according to the Washington Post, voicemails are now so out of um, modern fashion that you don't even have to bother checking them. I had a lovely conversation with a very helpful man on my phone network to shut down my voicemail. So you can't actually leave me a voicemail. It leaves the pressure off me. I don't have to check it. I just wanted to disallow people from doing that because I'm not going to check it. If I didn't answer, I don't want to know. Send me a text message. I don't understand why. Like if if text messages had been invented before voicemail, voicemail would never have been invented. There's no need for it. Just send me a text message. Let me know what you want. And we'll we'll come to a communication. We'll 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 find a way to navigate that. I don't like and voicemails. They just wrap up, ramp up. Sorry. So you have like fifteen to get through. And you know, one thing I do is mother used to always leave them, and then when she died, I could listen back to them. And now I can't, but I think they would have been deleted anyway. But apart from like maintaining the ghost of my grandmother, I can't see the reason for voicemails and text messages. Well, it's funny, that there's a line that Douglas Adams had where he, he said that he loved deadlines. He particularly enjoyed the whooshing sound they made as they went past. I think one of the great enjoyable things in life is ringing your own voicemail box and it says, you have 18 unlistened messages and then hanging up before you hit the first one. There's a great sense of stuff magically that I don't have to engage with. See, that would give me anxiety. Like, I, I'd be, I'd feel like a failure as a person. So I want to avoid that. How many emails do you have unopened on your phone? Hang on, let me... I, I'm, I've improved greatly. Uh, 40,968 currently. Okay. But so if it's important, they'll text. Type of person, like, yeah, well, no, they're texting you by email. Like, email is a form of communication, Anton. Uh, no, you, you have well, to then, attend to the communication you get. Where do we stand? Listen, can, can I stick up for a voicemail, Anton? Because I really think you can explain yourself so much better over, like, by talking something. Like, so let's say I'll get a text from someone. It can be very abrupt. And you can take it up anyway. I mean, I've, I've felt that I was going to get fired by editors with the text they send you. But actually, when they ring you and explain, you know, what they want or whatever, it's just friendlier. Like, I really think I would love to see the voicemails back. More voicemails, well, less text. No, welcome to the voice note. The voice note oh, is the a voice less note. intrusive yeah. voicemail. Because well, it's you the same thing, mostly... Stephanie. <laughs> but it's not because a voicemail <laughs> comes because you have, it's like a punishment for not answering the phone. 
uh, it happens at the end of an unanswered call and then it's a time sensitive thing or the voicemail thing is going to delete it. Whereas if you send me a voice note, you can see that I've been online. I have or haven't listened to it. I have the information and I am or am not getting back to you. Well, you see, Stephanie, I have to say, a- this is the one of all of the things that baffles me most of all. I have never been the recipient of a voice note. I intend to continue the rest of my life never having been the recipient of a voice note. But I have seen others receive voice notes. And the one great thing about a text message is somebody has to use their thumbs. So they think it through to limit the amount of thumb exercise that's going to go into it and you get a shortened executive summary of their thoughts. Voice notes seem to go on for six days of meandering dullness before anybody gets to the point. How is this catching on? Uh, yeah, it's it's for people who don't have the outlet, you know, who don't know about brevity or how to broadcast well. I can do a good solid voice note in, you know, 15 seconds, but I do receive ones back that are six and a half minutes long where people are yawning and apologising for yawning and then telling me that their cast just walked in front of them and it's sort of a stream of consciousness that can be difficult to tolerate if you don't really love the person sending the voice note. But I still would prefer to a phone call because it's asynchronous communication. I don't have to reply straight away. I'm not on edge. If you ask me a question, I have time to think about my answer. So I would still rather it to a phone call or a voicemail. Now we're getting a lot of texts on this. Um, One making a point saying, Anton, this is ridiculous. The only way I can get my plumber or electrician is to ring ring, ring, until I wear them down. Another, I'm a primary school principal. I I am the sort to ring our students' parents all the time. Well, at least that's better than the apps. Don't get me started on those apps. Another one, I hate when someone texts me asking when a good time to call is. I ring them straight away. If I can't call, then straight away for some reason it causes all sorts of anguish and suffering. And then another one, and this raises, Mary, a a whole other thing, which I think is predominantly an American thing that's starting to come over here, like um, Air Jordans and baseball caps. It says, hi, re-modern phone calls. What is with the current trend of people walking around without headphones with the call on speakerphone? It is utterly bizarre why we don't want to hear your call. Can you explain that one, Mary? Yeah, I think that's absolutely fine if you're outside, right? Like if you're sitting on the bus or on the train and someone is shouting into the phone, that's not okay. But if you're walking around outside, I mean, come on, get over yourself. It's fine. People can talk. I like, you know, I and the into voice note, I actually Yeah, I think that's fine. I mean, like if you're not in an enclosed space, you can just walk away. You know, you don't have to hang around listening to them. And the voice notes, like you can do something else. You can brush your teeth. You can be scrubbing the floor. So I don't mind the voice notes, you know. And But yeah, I, I think people walking around with their with the speakerphone. But like, I don't really see that, to be honest. I see a lot of people walking around with earphones in and they are chatting. And I think like the... the, the like the the earbuds, they've really were back chatting actually because it's possible to kind of go for a walk and talk, you know, more easily. So I think that is, I think people, I think talking is going to come back. That's my prediction. I think people are going to get really lonely and they're going to find the social media has, you know, has left them all depressed and they're going to start, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if the, if the landline comes back. I know that's <laughs> it's crazy, but I would be, I would really welcome a comeback. We will check in with you in a couple of years, Mary, and see how well this prediction has come to (laughs) fruition. Mary McCarthy, thank you very much. Likewise, Stephanie Preisner, thank you very much. That is Stephanie Preisner, um, writer and broadcaster, Mary McCarthy, columnist with the Irish Independent. And just one of the rules of the Washington Post list, by the way, is when it comes to choosing whether or not you should text or you should voice, they have one nice summary, which is voice your emotions, texts the facts. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four.
on News Talk.